You are significant. You have seeds of greatness inside of you. You are not on accident. You are on purpose. You are here for a very divine, special purpose. And we are going to talk in this podcast about evidence that you are significant. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about love yourself and how can you do that? How can you love yourself? And what do I mean by that anyway? So um, it dawned on me one day that I actually was looking to other people to love me before I loved myself. And this was like an epiphany. And um, I don't remember if it was a training I was in. I don't remember all the circumstances. But one day it just dawned on me. I can love myself first. I don't actually have to wait on anyone to love me. And I shouldn't. I shouldn't wait on anyone to love myself. And so this was such an empowering epiphany to have that. And so I began to think about the ways that I could love myself and what did I need and how could I show myself love? So in my mind, I go back to the five um, love languages. I love this book by Gary Smalley, The Five Love Languages, and it's a classic. It's been around for at least 25 years, um, if not 35 years. And this book talks about acts of kindness or acts of service being a love language, words of affirmation, physical touch, gift giving, and quality time. Or And that quality time can split off into either quality conversation or a quality activity. So the time could be spent talking and connecting that way, or you could be quiet and go on a hike together or go camping or play a board game. Now, most of the time we're going to be laughing and cutting up and, and, and connecting and still using words. But sometimes people's love language is a quality activity, and that's what they need. And this love language Whatever your primary love language is, and there you can go online and do a free um, test for the five love languages to see what yours is. What's your primary love language? And so acts of service is like I have one, my youngest daughter um, and my husband really feel loved if you do something for them. And I've noticed because um, once I learned this about them, that they'll ask you to do something for them. Or if they're mad, they won't let you do anything for them. And so my husband, he might ask me, will you make me a sandwich? I might offer to make him a sandwich. The Lee men are sandwich guys. They'll take a roast carrots and potatoes that you've slaved over and then they want to turn it into a sandwich. It's kind of a joke around our house. And he's the second generation to do that. His father was the same way. And so if I'm going to make him a sandwich, he feels so loved. 
But if he's mad at me, he, he'll say, oh, I'm just going to make it myself. And so um, that's that has been one of the primary love languages. Now, Don and I are about to be married for 30 years. April 30th is our 30th anniversary. Isn't that cool? And um, 30, been married 30 years on the 30th. And so um, he, after being married 30 years, your love language can also be learned. And my primary love language is quality, um, quality time, but with words of affirmation. So that quality conversation, if I can sit and talk um, or snuggle and talk um, with him, then I feel so loved. I, that is like oxygen. And that's how you know what your love language is, because if you go without it, you really start to wilt like a flower without water. And if you get it, you just, your whole world is brighter, you feel happier, and it's so, so amazing. And so for me, the quality time with quality conversation and words of affirmation, um, those two are so close for me. And um, I mean, even just somebody complimenting me and saying, hey, you did a great job really means a lot to me. And part of that's because I grew up in a home where my parents, especially my dad, would compliment a lot. Oh, you look so pretty. Oh, I love that dress you have on. Um, he would compliment. And he also said, I love you a lot. I had an unusual dad who did say, I love you several times a day. And so he also was a gift giver. He would take the last dollar that he had. Mom would give him an allowance every week out of, you know, they budgeted their money. My dad was a minister, so they were on a tight budget. He always ministered at small churches to help them build up and do evangelism. And he, he would take the last dollar in his pocket and take me to McDonald's and buy me an ice cream cone after school. And gift giving was, it didn't have to mean spending a lot of money, but it was so thoughtful and so generous because of where he was coming from. So um, gift giving was my dad's, um, a huge love language for him. And he showed me love that way. Now I wouldn't say my that I learned that, but I do like with my um, team, I love to give my team gifts and I really enjoy it. And I've loved giving my children gifts over the years. We always did birthdays really big when the kids were little. And um, so uh, gift giving has been a huge love language for us too. But you the one that you know is your primary love language or your child's primary love language or your spouse or your partner is the one that you just see them light up. They respond to you. They lean in. They want to be closer. They want to spend more time with you because they're getting what they need. Um, my middle daughter, hers is physical touch when she was little. And again, these can evolve as if you get married and your spouse has a different one and you're married a long time, your love like you can learn some love languages. And um, we're going to talk about that a little bit more. But my middle daughter, when she was little, she loved to snuggle. She was that child that 
um, you could just hold her close as a baby and she would just relax. And um, you could really comfort her by holding her. And then as a small, like, um, you know, adolescent child, she still would love to run up and give you a hug. And um, if we watched a movie, she wanted to be the one sitting beside me and she would be sitting right there. Like you could feel her arm touching your arm. And she was the one who liked you to like, um, you know, brush her hair or fix her hair or something like that. So um, physical touch was really a primary love language for her as a child. And quality time is, I think, a big love language for her now. And, um, and she probably learned that from me, right? Because I love to spend time and I love activity as well. We homeschooled the girls growing up. And so it was a huge either active service or quality time with quality activity for me to homeschool my girls and um, definitely a huge act of love. And I think that um, that they felt that. So what is your primary love language? I would love for you to message me or drop it in the comments if you're listening or watching this on YouTube. Um, drop it in the comments from the platform you're listening to the podcast and let me know, is it acts of service? Is it words of affirmation? Is it physical touch? Is it gift giving? Or is it quality time and which aspect of quality time, conversation or activity? So the, learning this about yourself, you can give these things to yourself. You can um, tell yourself, great job, Darlene. You did so good. And get specific, like you totally nailed it. You hit your time or you remembered exactly what you were going to say or you taught that workout class and that routine was really good. What a great workout. So whatever it is that maybe you look to other people for in words of affirmation, go ahead and give it to yourself. Say it about yourself. Your own self-talk is really, really powerful. Um, if physical touch is your love language, get yourself a really comfy, soft, stuffed animal that you can just hug that stuffed animal. And I know it sounds silly as an adult. You could get a body pillow as well and just, you know, really snuggle up with that body pillow and just feel the feeling of how you feel when you do get a hug. Feel that in like all of your cells and just how good that feels when you hug that, that stuffed animal. A lot of these are stuffed animals now are like pillows anyway. Um, and you can go ahead and fuel your energy and your need for love by doing that. And then gift giving, go buy yourself something. If it could be something small, it could be an ice cream cone. It could be a book that you've wanted to read. It could be that you give yourself the gift of watching a movie that you have wanted to watch, but you've been so busy and you've never let, given yourself permission to take the time to watch it yet. Give yourself a gift. Maybe it's taking a bubble bath. I don't necessarily... I can't slow down all the time to do a bubble bath, but I'll pour um, salts 
lavender salts um, and Epsom salts in the bottom of the tub and take a hot shower and I can relax and breathe and enjoy that and take like a 10 minute nice hot shower. So give yourself a gift of maybe going for a walk in the sunshine and actually no phone, no AirPods, listen to the birds. Hear the tweets, hear the birds singing, feel the wind, feel the sunshine. Really just spend some quality time with yourself and, and really t say things to yourself in your own conversation with yourself that are positive. And think about what's going right instead of what's going wrong. Start naming to yourself, what am I thankful for? I'm so thankful I can take this walk. I'm so thankful that I have a comfy couch to sit on and take this 10 minutes out and just give this gift of time to spend with myself. Um, quality activity. Maybe you love to do a jigsaw puzzle. Maybe you like to do search words or Sudoku, or maybe you like to crochet or do cross-stitch. Um, taking time to do a quality activity, maybe not electronic, actually, where you can really be perceptive of the time that you're spending with yourself. So I really want to encourage you then to take it to the next level and think about your spouse, think about your children, think about your boss. Think about your neighbor, just the people that you are actually in community with and notice these signs of what their love language is. What lights them up when you try the, one of these five love languages, a compliment or you actually, you know, give the back of their elbow has a pressure point on it and you touch the back of their elbow and. Um, Maybe you bring them a little present and say, I really appreciate what you do for me. And I just wanted to give you a token of my appreciation. Here's some earrings or here's um, a little plaque, a little sign. You know, those signs you can buy um, that says something encouraging on it. Maybe you take them to lunch. Maybe you say, can we go to lunch? I want to buy you a coffee even. Um, and maybe you invite them to come over and watch a movie or go out and have some, um, do something fun. Maybe go on your hike over the weekend at a close by state park um, or look up on your app, nature trails or all trails where the nearest hike is to go see a waterfall or something cool in your area and invite them to go with you. And see what lights them up and see how your relationships do improve. But I want to circle this back around to you can do these things for yourself. And it is so powerful to love on yourself and to give yourself permission that you don't have to wait on someone else to do this for you. You can do this for yourself. Thank you for listening to You Are Significant. Please leave us a review. Please leave comments. Give us a like and share this out. We appreciate you here on You Are Significant. And I cannot wait till next time to spend time with you.